It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. All right. <laughs> well, that's all I've got in me today, I'm afraid. All right. All right. All right. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, I think. I don't know. It's the school holidays now. Obviously, not right now, but when this Sorry, goes I was out. drinking. What is it, it about me always taking a heavy drink at the beginning? Love it. And you've got your mason jar as well. Still clinging on to that little Mate, piece I've, of... Oh, uh, uh, hello, you took, jar to, coffee. you took it to fucking sports day, you absolute loser. <laughs> so let's just set the scene. I made a beautiful picnic for Toby and I, a uh, picnic blanket, and I made myself an iced coffee. I put it in my my jam jar, mason jar, whatever you want to call it. So has it got a lid then? Yeah, it's got a lid. Yeah. Okay. With my metal straw, I took it to sports day, set out the picnic, and I took a selfie of me holding my jar and said, <laughs> Who, who's the biggest cunt on sports day? And then I sent a picture <laughs> of me holding it. But what's, what do you know what? I don't know that you know what happened on sports day. Do you know what I did? I don't know if I sent you the video, did I? You did send me the video, I but did. I think we need a little, you know, walkthrough description of oh, um, your performance. We've, we've rolled right into this, haven't we? <laughs> it was nothing short of catastrophic, Victoria. So basically they, I mean, I think this is the second time that I have performed in a parent race. Yeah. They normally tend to, on every year, there tends to be a viral video of some description, doesn't there? Like Always, last year there was yeah. a lady that fell over and her dress went over her head and yeah. that was hilarious. Yeah. Well, obviously I can't share the video content because there's children and other people in it. Yeah. But basically what happened was they said, now it's the parent race, would all any mums like to take part? Now nobody was fucking moving. So the whole of the, the infant school and I thought, fuck this, I'm going. I yeah. walked up and the head teacher, who doesn't know, my platform yeah she went, oh jesus christ this is going to be a disaster to me <laughs> because she saw me <laughs> she knew she knew uh i was in sandals and i that was i thought that was my biggest concern now as i turned it was like a swarm of jellyfish swimming at me because it was just a fuckload of mums and nans and i was nans, like wow the nans went for it I'm nans impressed. went for it yeah Wow, this is this is going to be major. Now, I'm going to say that the school did not think through the correlation because there is no way that you would allow that many children to run, let alone grown-ups. Yeah. So in the last parent race that I did, I came last and I dragged a woman over the finish line with me who actually injured her hip oh, and was God. limping because I yanked her so hard. <laughs> so this time around, I thought, just don't come last. That's it. That's the only mission you have. Don't come last. So I start running. Turns out I actually, what I always think, I always think like I look like a really great runner. I actually, I actually just look like Miss Trunchbull. (laughs) I would say your face had such a look of determination on it. That was the main thing that I I took away from it. I was so determined to not come last. Turns out that was the least of my worries. So I start running and very quickly we're establishing there's way too many mums for this circuit, right? Mm -hmm. A mum drops down in front of me 
And as she drops down, I'm th- I've got a split second where I'm thinking, shit, like yeah. she hit like a sack of shit. I'm going to go over. I'm probably going to kill her and her son. So she became a die. human hurdle. She became a human hurdle. I moved over. Now, I thought I just delicately touched the woman next to me. Video footage would confirm. <laughs> <laughs> I shoved her quite aggressively into a nan. And both of them went down so hard and so fast they didn't have time to put their hands out. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I I cannot tell you how many many people sent me the video. From different angles. From different angles. Some people sent the slowed down version. Some sent it from the back. Some sent it from the front where these... (laughs) The nan got up, and I'm not even kidding you, I think she might have fractured her knees. <laughs> the poor bitch could barely walk. But most and importantly, then, where did you come in the race? I wasn't. Exactly. So what's worse, what's worse, because I carried on running because I thought I can't come last. So I shoved them. like that's And then just pieces. bolted. Turns out I think I'd be quite good in Apocalypse. I would just cut bitches down. Yeah, you would. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I went over to the mum that I had shoved and I said, God, I'm so sorry. She said, oh, no, it's okay. I'm really clumsy. I mean, Especially no. when someone shoves me. <laughs> Especially when someone shoves me. She she pretty much flew into the year arcades. Oh, bless her. I mean, look, her. as the always. Fact that she, the fact that she tried to soften the blow for me. Yeah. When in actual the fact. The brutal she, she reality f- is that, yeah. Laura, you're a brute. Drop kicked them out of the mum's race. I drop kicked them out, yeah. Yeah. And the poor well, nan. Then I felt more sorry for the nan. It's amazing though that she you was ran trying in to sandals. Walk it off. I kind of find that pretty spectacular because have you ever no- have you ever seen a parent race? People get proper tactical oh, yeah. about it. No, I, was, I did my one, didn't I? Where did you come first? Uh, probably about third. Fuck off. Yeah, I know, mate. Well, you've seen my legs. I'm like a human spider. The only (laughs) real... I I don't tell you from the video, what I took away was that I really needed to wear a better bra for that because Jesus Christ, they were flying over the face. Oh, should I send it to you? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, all right then. I'll send it to you. I need to see it. I I took it seriously. I turned up in trainers though. I wasn't fucking about, mate. Sandals, no way. The men's one was split into two because the mum's one was first. And then I think obviously everybody was horrified. There were gasps, audible (laughs) gasps from the audience as people were hitting the deck. Obviously nothing more so than me shoving one of the mums to the ground. Uh, And I would have come last if it wasn't for the poor bitches on the floors. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Oh god! Um, so uh, the men, yeah, they split them into two halves, and that was a proper willy willy measuring contest. Yeah, that definitely. was we, the the dads in our race. There was one guy who 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 won it, but I mean, he pretty much completed the race by the time <laughs> the other dads were like halfway that in one direction. He was so fast; it was insane. Well, there was one dad that got shoved. And I'm not even kidding you. It was like something out of a Marvel movie because he fell, did a roly poly, jumped back up and carried on running. I've got a video. I'll send it to you. I was like, who is he? (laughs) Spider-Man. It was, I I sent it to Steve. I was like, I'm so glad you weren't here for this. I'm not. Yeah, Rob didn't run it. The only thing that I would have liked to have been part of is watching you take out those women, but not being part of the race. Yeah, Rob didn't. He Rob came to the sports day, but he didn't actually take part because he is so injured now. Like I, from all the DIY, and he's done so much in our garden. 
<clears throat> like lifting up massive sleepers and shit like that. He is a like an 84-year-old man now with his back. Really? Yeah. Shit it's fuck. really bad. He's had to go to the physio and everything. He can't like he keeps getting stuck in <laughs> he's like a beetle that's gone been flipped on its back. He can't get well, out of Oliver's bed. He, he needs to go to fucking chiropractor, not a physio love. Yeah, he's seen an osteopath and a um physiotherapist. It's a bit Jesus better. Said. Well, we all know about Steve's hot disc. Yeah, we do know he's about got Steve's hot, hot disc. He's, he's got a hot disc all thanks to me. So, well, my, my, I think all, uh, Rob's injuries are, you know, undeniably down to me because I'm the one that's like, that's I want him, yeah. a patio married. I want raised beds. All of yeah. that jazz. Whereas so. I'm like, I want you to lift me. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to swing me around the room. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I got an email from nursery yesterday um, saying that there was a confirmed case of Nick. Oh no! Yes, that's like fucking wildfire, mate. I've never, we've never shaved her head off. Well, I wish I could. In fact, it, it is kind of a cruel, but well, she's only four. She won't know, will she? I know. I know somebody who had it done to her when she was fourteen in senior school. Oh my god! Her mum shaved her hair off. Yeah, what? Because she had I, nits. She kept getting nits. Yeah, it oh, was. Lord. In my opinion, I mean, I mean, I that's like, that's cruel. I'm, Am I allowed to say that's slightly abusive? Yeah, I think you're very much allowed to say that. We're not that. friends. Uh, no. But I remember hearing about it and then walking into school on the Monday and saying to my friends, no, seriously, her hair's been shaved. And they're like, fuck off, Laura. No mum would do that. Turn the corner, there she was, no hair. Oh, my God, G.I. Jane. Absolute cunt. Who yeah. does that? Yeah. Anybody listening on this podcast, if you've done that to your kids, it's fine, but we think you're a cunt. <laughs> Deep down. Deep down. Yeah, she had really long hair, like down to her shoulders, and their mum just fucking nicked oh, wow. it off. So I've got to um, do kind of preventative knit operation today. Absolutely. I've bought lots of tea tree shampoo, got a treatment, got a knit comb. But do you know what? It, it, you've, you've met my daughter. You know what she's mm. like. Her nemesis is a hairbrush. Yeah, darling. This girl does not brush her hair. Like it's just, and luckily she's got very very dead straight hair so yeah. it's not like it gets like tangled that much but it's i do bit, it's the bit at the back of the neck that's it yeah you know obviously i i have a child with very long hair maybe so i could do an undercut that would be all right wouldn't it i would yeah you know i might even suggest that to elliot because i i, I he has he wears this leather jacket with his long hair and I just think, fuck, you are so cool. How are you, my son? <laughs> and yet that boy, that the the bit at that back at the back of his neck, I it absolutely drives me wild. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, just brush it. it. I know. So I've I've been given the tip to put loads and loads of conditioner in there, mm-hmm. which helps with the brushing, and then just get a nick comb and go through it. So Fingers crossed, man, because honestly, if I to me, even that's attempt... as bad as a bum one. Yes. Oh, it is. And the fact that I could get them too. Obviously, oh, as soon don't, as I I'm itching it, now. my head was itching. And then she keeps saying, my head's hurting. I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Is that the nits burying their eggs into her scalp? Do you know that if some cases of nits can be so extreme that they make children sleep? Hey. Yeah, oh, that sounds great. Actually, uh-huh. I'm done with this. Uh, someone I know was a teacher, a school teacher, and there were some cases of nits that were so extreme that you could see the child. There was one instance where it was so horrifically bad, the hair was moving. Oh, get lost. Of its own accord. And the child couldn't even stay awake because there were so many 
fuckers basically sucking the poor fucker dry. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. That so sounds awful. The, the school ended up giving full-blown nit treatment over a course of like three days so that oh. they were... To like every child? No, just this... I've heard a few oh, tips. Girl. Someone said to straighten their hair with straighteners because it, it kills them because it's hot. That's quite a good well, idea, isn't sense. it? Yeah, but yeah. Then, aren't they on the scalp? Well, yeah, so you've got to treat... You've still, still got to treat it, but the ones that are alive, you can just oh. nuke them with the straighteners. Yeah. Because well, it's I mean, all about the nit cycle, isn't it? I'm very thankful to confirm we've never we've never had them. Well, we don't actually have them, but, no. um, but I think it's I've more got common the in girls, isn't it? Fear. Well, yeah, because well, she's only got a bob. She hasn't got long hair. No, I, mean, I think I, it's I, more I am... to do with the fact that girls are more tactile, I think. Oh, okay. So they, you yeah, know, they like, and like I used to, My mum said, Laura, if you had nits once, you had them a million times. And I would say, stop playing hairdressers at school. This bitch, she needed yeah, to be a hairdresser. It. Okay, That's it. So there was no that, way that right. I could stop touching hair. I couldn't help it. Oh, I was like, gosh. welcome to my salon. Come yeah, on in. <laughs> Give me your knit. Welcome to my knit salon. Mom, <laughs> my knit reading salon. My mum said I used to pray to God that we would get through a week where you just didn't get them. I don't think we ever them. had it as kids. I don't remember worms. We I were, went to a yeah. rough school. I went to a rough school. <laughs> we were worm connoisseurs, but... Yeah, not the yeah, net. I, I never had a worm. I never had a oh, worm. There you go. So, you know, you had the head, I had the bum. Yeah, top to toe. Top to toe disease. I don't think I, I might, I might message my mum and say, mum, did I ever have bum worms? She'd be like, she, <laughs> but considering mum knows me so well, she'd probably seriously think about it and go, mm, hang on, Laura, let me think about this. In 1989, yeah, I'd be like, yeah. no, I don't need a full back catalogue here. <laughs> Thanks, mum. Uh, mm. Yeah, so I I was the knit queen, but I wasn't the bum bum wormer. Bum wormer. <laughs> um, shall we uh, have some stories then? I think we've given me greater pleasure. It's been anyway, two, it's been like two weeks with no stories. Um, it feels, and I'm I'm slightly concerned. Uh, oh, you know what? That's what I will say. Uh, yeah. It's just a small amount of feedback that we have had off the back of Melissa's oh, yes. two episodes yeah. has been really, really, really good. Amazing. Really, really helpful. A lot of women saying, I think kind of, that have kind of taken the same approach as me. I listened to her. Obviously, I was able to have that conversation with her and I've come away from it and I've definitely changed the way that I look at intimacy and sex. Yeah. And that's like changed the way that Steve and I connect with each other, I think but we're in a headspace to be able to do that. And like, that doesn't mean that we're cock and hole all the time because we're not. I think if anything, it's kind of opened up the conversation for me to be more like, you know what I really like, because I don't know about you, mate. It won't be you because you only have sex <laughs> once a year, but <laughs> I'm already thinking when you're saying this stuff, the stuff going through my head is like, I'm like this. Yeah, I know. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but for all the other women out there that might find this interesting is, uh, if I like, let's say Steve and I to have like a really lovely, long, lingering kiss in my head, yeah. I'm thinking he's going to fucking come on to me tonight, and I don't want to. Do you ever get that? Um, I don't kiss Rob. I'm sorry. Okay. So uh, I said to Steve, I was like, I don't want that to happen anymore because okay. if anything, that that with <gasps> oh sorry, I do know what you mean though. I think you know if I mean? there's I'm any like, like little I... initiation of something, yeah, and it's like I don't want it. To, to I don't sex. want it to be like that. I want it to be that it's more it's more organic and about the moment rather than being like oh yeah she kissed me earlier so she's going to want to suck my cock. Can I just say there's absolutely nothing organic about setting a twelve minute timer for a blowjob. No, <laughs> who does that? <laughs> also, can we just rewind if I gave that to Steve two a minutes? 12, if I gave Steve a twelve minute blowjob. 
he would have come in my face after four minutes. Yeah. Exactly. And then and then he'd have another, what is that, eight minutes to clean up before yeah. in fact in 12 minutes he could have had a blowjob and got back to the office. Well, for me too, I use the timer so much with my kids. Alexa, yeah. Yeah, like all but the Alexa, time. Alexa, set a timer for a blowjob. <laughs> She's doing it. <laughs> She's doing it. No, no. Alexa. Alexa, stop the timer. Five minutes, time cancelled. Oh, she said it was only put five minutes. There you there go. You go. said set the blowjob timer and she put five minutes. So even Alexa thinks 12 minutes is too long. Yeah, so obviously there might be some women that will come away from the 12-minute blowjob timer and be like, well, thank fuck for that. That wasn't the bit that I took from it. It was more uh, the intimacy, connection, conversation. Also, I'm not into cock worshipping. I don't no, care how beautiful it, the, it is. The, he can worship it himself. The very sort of title of that just kind of gives me the ick, really. Cock worship. Yeah. Like, mm, mm. go away. Worship my minge. Worship my minge. Get in there, bitch. I've got like a nice, I've got a really nice little bit of feedback, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of a um, I don't know, just just a little, just a little thank you for all of the work that we do to make um sort of talking about sex and exploring your sexuality whilst yeah. in a long-term relationship shall i read that out hit us hit us with your lovely little bit of feedback okay hi slags absolutely love your podcast it's got me through some really difficult times helping me feel less alone i want to share a little story about sex and medication slash chronic illness slash mental health As someone with numerous health problems, including endometriosis and anxiety, there's been up and down moments in mine and my husband's sex life. After some more surgery this year and a long time on high dose antidepressants and benzodiazepines, that for anxiety? Yeah. Mixed with trying for a baby and infertility problems, I finally found the courage to leave a toxic job, take my dog on walks every day and allow myself time to rest and recover. In turn, I reduced my antidepressants to none now and all the others taking a lot less. As a quite newly married couple, I've always felt a bit of pressure for that super raunchy honeymoon phase, but it just wasn't achievable for us then. You girls have helped me find my confidence and voice in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. and me and my husband have had the most passionate, intimate sex we've ever had, and for the first time ever, achieved an orgasm just from penetration. Wow! I'm sure taking antidepressants made it harder for me to achieve an orgasm through stimulating the clit, let alone just from banging. Anyway, just thought I'd share that dose of positivity. Life gets better. Lots of love. Oh, that's really amazing. Fucking Life hell. does how, get better. Well, how can we, um, can she let us know how you become so intimate and passionate that you get a um, climax from penetration alone? Is it, was it a 12 minute time bro job? Or a five minute. D- that's a conversation that I don't think we've ever had, is it? About antidepressants really affecting your sex drive. Yeah, I think we have briefly. They can do, yeah. yeah. But I also wonder whether, because um, like I'm in the midst of, you know, my own personal circumstances. So please, nobody come to me and go, oh my God, how did you do it? I've obviously had a lot of medical guidance from psychiatrists or a psychiatrist. I'm bringing myself off of my antidepressants at the moment. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I've noticed alone, let alone anything else, is my ability to be able to like actually feel my emotions in the moment. Yeah. Cry, actually yeah. cry when I feel sad. Mm-hmm. And like how lovely and freeing that's been because sometimes it can take me fucking weeks to. Yeah, I know. Like, I've really noticed that with, with you as well, like the last 
what a couple of years it's been like you always say to me <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, I don't feel anything and no I don't um, takes I, take fucking weeks for me to cry something not. can happen and I'll wake up with a lump in my throat for about two three weeks wanting to cry and I can't and that's being slowly released mm-hmm. so that alone if that level of of if uh, antidepressants and I was on maximum dose can have that much an impact on your your emotional state well, your emotional state is heavily connected to your sexual sort of, of connection. So like yeah. those things kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. So that's amazing. I'm also not suggesting you come off your antidepressants to be able to cry and fuck, by the way. No, no. I'm not a medical professional, <laughs> so don't fucking come at me with that one. But also you've been on them for a long time. And so for you, like you've you've combined it. I don't think it's ever, it's never just a one one solution quick fix thing is it it takes a whole holistic approach um yeah so antidepressants they they do have a massive impact on your mood and they do you know and for some people like their sex drive gets better maybe it's because they're so horrifically depressed before they go on antidepressants that when they take the medication they then feel freer i don't know it was that wasn't the circumstances for me yeah well you know steve when i first went on them well obviously i was going through a breakdown anyway we didn't have sex for fucking ages. I didn't want to. There's nothing about me that even thought about having sex. Yeah. But yeah. Is that because of my mental state or is that because of the medication? I don't think you can know that. No, it's not. Sure someone sure, would, but you? yeah. No. But definitely, there is definitely is a correlation. I know that from lots of people that I know that are on antidepressants have said the same thing. Yeah. Um, but that's such a lovely, positive little story. And just again, proof that it's so important to talk about this stuff. Yeah. In an open and honest way. And we just don't talk not- about it with me because <laughs> uh, I I don't keep this stuff that's been cut out, guys, because I get passionate. <laughs> She's not allowed. I'm not allowed. I don't know why I felt like I needed to look directly at my microphone when I said that. <laughs> not me. Uh, again, it's just me though, isn't it? I just rein you in. So it's fine. We're all right. Someone always has to rein me in. <laughs> I hate the fact that I'm that person. You know, when you're like, I feel like a quite well-rounded person, but the reality is, is there's lots of people in my life that are constantly having to rein in my ideas yeah. and me as a person. <laughs> I enjoy it. It's part of our dynamic. It fucking doesn't. Um, so thanks for sending that in. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I have got a confession I I want to ask a question because I genuinely don't know the answer to this one. So we've had a confession and it says, I have become a hot wife. What is Ooh, that? I don't what know. is that? Is that something that you pay for or? I don't know. Is it or, a badge? Is, I feel like a hot wife might be someone that um, has sex with other people, potentially. Hot wife. A woman who is a hot wife is a woman whose husband likes to share her sexually with there other men go. and yeah. likes to watch her having sex with other men. There you go. Oh, then. I didn't know that. <laughs> it's actually called hot wifing. Oh, hot wifing. There you go. We've learned a new term today. It's a, it's a hot wifing is a kink in open relationships. It's a particular type of kink. It's typically ooh. a woman married to a man and other partners that she's allowed to hook up with. Mm, a minute. Allowed. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, sure about this terminology. <laughs> hang on a minute. Steve, you would you, you be okay with me being a hot wife? Yeah. I'm joking. I couldn't ever do that. We've already discussed this at depth, but no, that's not our thing, is it? No. Wow, she's a hot wife. Exciting. Tell that us conversation? more. Yeah, please tell more if you're listening to this. I'd love to know what it takes. Oh, don't. don't how do, in, you how do you initiate industry? that conversation? How do you go, like, who, and also who does it? Who says, um, I would really like to watch you be fucked by someone else while I sit and watch. How do you actually do that? 
I suppose how you, you introduce any. Yeah, probably. How you introduce any sexual fantasy. Just got to talk about it. Talk it, talk it, talk I know someone that's it. interested in hot wifing me and I didn't even realise that's what it was. I think as well, that's the kind of thing that your um, old fab swingers, um, that's the swingers like website thing, isn't it? That's yeah. the, you, You'd go to that kind of place to sort of fulfil that fantasy, wouldn't you? Because it is just, everyone is just looking for sexy, sexy time. Yeah. And we've, I guess you I, just I need to go, like really who's looking no for a hot attached. life experience. Yeah, that's it. You put that, you'll have 25,000 messages in your inbox, mate. You'd be dripping in cock. From what I hear. <laughs> Um, and I've also had another one. I put itching powder in my ex's boxes when he cheated on me. He thought he had chlamydia. Well, <laughs> fucking done for you. He thought he had chlamydia. Yeah, I think that's acceptable. Chlamydia is not itchy though. Uh, it, what would the itchy one be? Silent disease. It's a. It is a silent disease. Crabs is uh, a good itcher. Are genital warts itchy? Don't know. Uh, no, I don't think no. they are. No, just, from what I've heard. Just um. Yes, that's genital warts. Just permanent, are burpees, aren't they? <laughs> forever, <Yeah>. forever. <laughs> that's that's it. You know, at least with chlamydia, you take something and obviously it clears it up. But with something like genital warts, you fucking that's it for a lifetime, isn't it? Yeah, but I think it's like cold sores, isn't it? You know, people it have like cold sores. It, it yeah. It's not there you all the time. You get stressed and your minge will just yeah. You get a, a stressed, a stressed out funny and stressed uh, out, funny, out yeah. they come. And do yeah. they look like hurt? Like you know, like cold sores. Do they look like the same thing? I don't believe they do. No. I can't say that I know. I, I'm not. And I also Google don't want to. I was just about to say, no, I don't want to Google. I don't want to. I don't I just look. don't. I don't want to look. I'm, not today. No, not, not today. Not today. I'm afraid. Wait um, up. Hang on. Let's have a look. See what else. I used to meet a guy in a Tesco car park so that he could sniff my post-work dirty feet. He was so lovely, and we talk about him and his wife going through IVF. That's so many things to uh, process. <laughs> it was almost a therapy session. How did that start? Because <laughs> that is, that's a very intriguing one. And in the Tesco car park, imagine if you were getting your shopping and then you suddenly just realised some fella sniffing a girl's like little cheesy what's it. While going, oh, you know, we're, yeah, oh, we're on the third round now. And we're really <laughs> open at yeah. work this time. And I go, oh. We're very stressful. <laughs> The fact that she's just like, he was so lovely. Yeah, he was such a lovely man. Such a nice guy. Why we couldn't really... he sniff his wife's feet? Maybe they weren't dirty enough. Do you think that a foot sniffer is only interested in like sort of worn Stranger's feet? Strangers' feet. Or like as in they've been in shoes walking around all day? Or oh, yeah, would yeah, they yeah. like they were... a fresh foot? The... No, the dirtier the better. It's like dirty pants, isn't it? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I, I, have, I take offence to foot sniffing I, I just like take offence to feet I don't like, <laughs> I don't feet, like them yeah. I don't not like them I don't want them anywhere near my bloody nose thank you very much no I'm not a fan I, it's what, not would a... you do that would you indulge that for somebody yeah do you think it was I'm just, not uh... kidding you when I say that the kink side of things if none of it included entering me I'd do it yeah but do you was she getting paid for that or was it just a voluntary service I feel like that would be an odd voluntary service you need to ask her because you know She's saying after work. So where was she working? Was she working in Tesco and then just going outside and being like, oh, you know, here's a little extra moneymaker on the side or was it for pleasure? I've slid into I've, I've slid into the DMs and said, please tell us more. Yeah, I wouldn't have an issue. If someone wants to smell my feet, do you know what I mean? That's all right. What if they're married? How do you feel about the morals of that? Is Ooh. it cheating? 
I don't know. Would foot sniffing constitute as a cheat? In my humble opinion, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I don't or think is it, it is. As long, I think, if is it cheating if you are not openly saying, all right, babe, I'm going to go down to the Tesco car park and I'm going to meet Sally because she's had a 12-hour shift and I know that they're going to be a good... Because is it sexual gratification? I guess there's an element of it. Yeah, there is. It's a big shame. It's part of the shame thing of, of kink, yeah, isn't it? It's a massive turn on though, isn't Getting it? Getting on Any your kink. hands and knees and, and smelling feet, whether it be that that indulges the penis or not. Yeah. At some point or another, is he going to be absolutely giving it stacks in the bathroom over the fact that, you know, of course name's not he Sally, is. by the way, I've just made that name up. <laughs> <laughs> All names are anonymous. Uh, from a practical point of view, is the foot sniffing happening in the front or in the back? Of where? Of the car. Oh, do you think? Oh, a car park. I think they're out in the wide open. No, there's no Surely. way. You need a private space to do that. See, now in my mind, I'm imagining them literally just leaning up against a car and he's just on all yeah, fours. There's going to be like little nanas with their, you know, tea cakes in their packing away. I don't the know what time she finishes work. It could be 11 p.m. True. I just see the dark of night. I think that the car feels like it. It kind of that's the appropriate oh, yeah, place for that transaction. No one's going to notice then, are they? While well, you're sat inside a car with notice. really see-through windows. Yeah, I don't know if you sat in the back seat. I feel like it's a back seat affair because you could stretch your leg out and then you could lift up your feet. And I'm sniff really them. struggling with the positioning. Yeah, I want to know. This is what I mean. We need to know the logistics. I think car back seat. Both back seat. Both back seat. Because now you're getting your legs broken. <laughs> Unless one was in the front. I think if you were the sniffer, you could be in the front and turn around and sniff it. Well, no, I feel like if you were the sniffer, you could be on the back seat. And then if you were the, this is why I'm clearly never going to be good for this job. I could sit in the passenger seat, put my legs through in between the headrests, and then he could sniff them either side. Oh, my God. You'd have the best abs ever because that would be so possible to hold that fucking... What, what so you're say? like on the fucking steering wheel. No, I'm in the passenger On the other seat. on the passenger yeah. one. Still, but you'd be lying across the dashboard. That would very much raise suspicion if someone walked past. Be like, what on earth is that doing with her feet through there? To me, that seems... And this is why, Vic, you have to rein me in. Yeah. Because if I, I, I were ever to go into that... That would be exactly. I'd be like, "Come on, sweetheart, I'm going to get in the front. You get in the back." The fact that he's in a relationship—it's it, weird, uh, as in the moral sort of standing of it. It's very that is so grey to me. I think. No, I think it's a grey area. I think is it is it cheating? Is he touching her feet as well? Is he touching them? What do you constitute as cheating? Because I know that there are. Uh, that's another grey area where people will go. Oh, it's the as soon as you send a message that you shouldn't. Other people will say it's the it's the thought. I mean, if it's the thought, then I've cheated on Steve a million times over. Um, you know, he should be divorcing me on the grounds of I've had sex with pretty much everybody in my head. And then some people will say it's a kiss. Some people say it's a hand job. Some people will say it's only if you've actually had sex. So where 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 are your thoughts on that? I think if you are. I think you're kidding yourself if you are saying, oh, well, we didn't have sex and um, we didn't kiss. We just were in the same space and aroused. That to me would be cheating. Yeah, I think that it for me, it would be the connection of knowing yeah. and not walking away from it. Like, yeah. The kissing in that almost comes after, doesn't it? Because yeah. it's the bit before, it's the bit leading up to that creates that. And don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting here and fucking judging. I loads, I know loads of people that have had affairs. Shit happens, you know what I mean? That was perfect. 
I've had a conversation with somebody who did have an affair, who was in a really, really unhappy marriage. She's no longer with that person anymore and hasn't been for many years. And she said, I, she acknowledges, she said, it was, I shouldn't have done it. I know that what I did was wrong and I know that it was terrible and I know that I should have made the other decision. But you know what? I was so miserably unhappy. Yeah. And I can acknowledge that it was not the right thing to do, but it did happen. And I have to forgive myself for the fact that that's what I chose to do in that moment in what was a horrifically unhappy marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And that's different for everybody, you know, but I'm I'm not condoning cheating, but I'm also not judging anyone because you can guarantee. No, I don't judge anyone. I just think a load of people that are listening to this have had affairs or are currently having affairs. And I just think until you're in those circumstances, you don't know. You don't know. People have affairs and repair the relationship afterwards. So I know lots of people that do, you know, that have gone through that. Well, personally, if I find out that Rob is sniffing some random bint's feet in Tesco car park, um, I will have a few questions to ask. I don't know if I'd be bothered. Would I? Maybe I would. I think I'd. I think if he were to say this is what I want to do, and I were to go then go and do it, I think mm. I'd be. I think I'd be okay if he would say I'm really into sniffing feet, and I'd be like, it's not my thing, but you're okay to do it. I'd be all right with that. Whereas if he were to go, I want to go and put my cock in someone else, I'd be like, I, I, that's my limit, I'm afraid. I'm a little bit of an issue with that. I'm a bit I'd upset. be like, what's wrong with my feet? That's yeah, right. I don't want him to sniff my feet, so that's why I'm well, okay Well, I don't think it. I'd mind, really, because it does. I'd just be like, this is weird, but fine. Unless he's paying me, I'm not doing it. What's Steve paying you? Yeah. Uh, Laura, here's 50p. Can I smell your toe, please? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Though, like, I don't, I don't feel like I'll get as much satisfaction out of it. If no, I wouldn't get any. But then I kind of think, well, I'd rather you sniff my feet than sniff some stranger's feet. It's it feels yeah, actually because then you'd have to pay them, and then we'd be losing money. What about the money? The cost of living crisis. (laughs) (laughs) It's my toes or no toes. It's my toes or no toes. (laughs) Even though I'm not into it, I I would rather. He said, can I, I really want to sniff feet. I'll be like, okay, fine. You can sniff mine. Yeah. I think that's, that's yeah, my Yeah, no, you're right. Because I would be pissed off if he paid My feet never really smell that often. I must admit, I've got quite not fresh smelly. feet. Maybe he wants someone with a If I go sockless, an odor. we're talking yeah. about a different situation there. Rob's feet stink. His trainers always stink. After Seems like a so. month, you're like, oh, get those fucking raggedy cheese balls out of here. It's horrible. No, neither of us have bad. It's just if I go sockless, but I think anybody. Yeah, in the trainer or shit. In the yeah. trainer, it's you're it. building up a lot of sweat and you well, know, you're asking for trouble. Um, all right. Well, I think on that cheesy little oh, digit oh, note. I'm sorry, I don't no, know. Oh, that was delight. That Laura's just <gasps> belched. Oh god. She always do that when you've burped. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you want to keep sending us your stories, your confessions, any feedback, whatever you fancy, you can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do, Laura? Head on over to our Instagram page at noholesbarpodcast and slide on into our DMs. And every week, roughly, I put up a little thing on stories that says confessions time. And I think people feel a little bit more um, into sending them that way. Because yeah. it's almost like it's gone and then yeah. it's not in their inbox. Yeah. And then it's not really traceable because it's only on our page and they that's know it. that that's not gonna that's not gonna come back to bite them in the bum because we're not sharing their names or identity. No, exactly. And don't forget to visit our sex shop, sex, 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 sex shop for an array of sex toys. Um we cater for everyone, don't we? We even cater for the person that wants the shaft. 
Yes, correct. We have oh, can static you know dildo. It's not called we that, just, but that's what it's called. Can we just say, though, you took the piss out of uh, the suck-on uh, dildo, and I said the fact about putting it on a window, and you yeah. do that. So, which still to this day makes me laugh, because I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> just rutting it to, you, to your neighbours, yeah. <laughs> your actual bare anus <laughs> being penetrated up the vag. <laughs> anyway, somebody had uh, has actually messaged in to say that they found their house. Uh, what's house? It's not house guest. Housemate. Housemate. Housemate's butt plug stuck to the wall. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. There you go. <laughs> oh, well, we do have to the wall. You can you can hit you it. You can do anything, mate. Location. You can get it at the perfect height, can't you? You could get it out there and you know try and test and work out which angle and you know what? I'd never it never occurred to me to do that, but now I'm actually quite curious to try. <laughs> Luckily, I've got frosted film on my windows, so no, I'm all right. I can <laughs> stick it on my window and have a good go. No <laughs> one would fucking even realise. Fantastic. <laughs> Unless you were to go too heavy and you were to just imagine if the glass just literally fell through and you were oh impaled. Oh my God. And that's one of those A&E stories where you go in yeah. and you're like, um, oh yeah, it just fell out my bum. I was actually just, I fell out the window and landed on yeah. it and be like, whatever, <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah, this is my husband's and I was putting it away and then yeah. like somehow I, I fell and it hit the glass and then the oh, glass. I'm going to say, if you've got double glazing, it'd be all right. But if you've got yeah. a single pane Victorian sash window, yeah. don't try it, mate. <laughs> The 1800s what? weren't built for dose being ridden <laughs> frantically by oh a woman God. desperate for an orgasm. So don't do it on those. <laughs> oh dear, that's so oh, funny. Mama. That is so funny. Right. We will uh, see you next Tuesday, slugs. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. <laughs>